Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Cowboys Talk, the Dallas Cowboys discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Alex Alcazaz, a.k.a. the Bear of Texas, and the Cowboys are fresh off a home win against the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, first things first, I know that it has been an awful long time since I've done an episode on Cowboys Talk. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you. I do have some planned changes uh, for the show. Like, I'm sure that I said a, a number of weeks ago that the simple preview and recaps of each game is very likely not going to continue moving forward. I actually want to do something a little bit better and something a little bit more exciting rather than just talk about the day-to-day, week-to-week games, rather. But, you know, of course, with the offseason, you know, not being far from now, you know, the, the show, there's not going to be so much. But, uh, you know, I honestly... Life has just been so overwhelming, you know, with everything going on, you know, with the holidays. But, but here I am. But again, I mean, the last episode I did was actually talk about the uh, that fifty-four to nineteen win at home over the Indianapolis Colts, and you know, I didn't talk about the uh, the win against the Houston Texans, you know, the Governor's Cup, and of course, uh, that embarrassing loss to the Jacksonville Jaguars, where Dak Prescott's pick six in overtime is what gave the Jaguars the win. I mean, the one that's more embarrassing from that game is that the Cowboys had a 27-10 lead and ultimately blew that, and the Cowboys had absolutely embarrassed themselves. And I was actually thinking, you know, when I wrote a recap about it for Third Down Thursdays, shout out to uh, MJ and Coach Bruce and all the other uh, writers for Third Down Thursdays, you know, I said the Cowboys could be on the brink of a collapse, but the Cowboys got it done against Philadelphia, but... Let's be honest, right off the bat, the Cowboys had a lucky break because Jalen Hurts did not play. Jalen Hurts was ruled out because of a shoulder injury, and Gardner Minshew took over. Now, last week, I was actually called a stupid idiot by a lot of Cowboy fans because I decided to tweet, and I said that Gardner Minshew is not a player the Cowboys defense wants to underestimate. And apparently, I was called an idiot because a lot of people still refuse to give Gunnar Minshew his due, the credit that he deserves, most importantly, the respect that he deserves. Now, Gunnar Minshew may not be a quarterback that we, you know, we, we depict as elite, but Gunnar Minshew is a respectable talent, okay? And I do mean a respectable talent because even though he, he we did beat him, okay, he threw for 355 yards and had two touchdowns, okay? Garner Minshew still torched the Cowboys' defense, okay? And the Cowboys' defense did not look good this week. They did not good look good last week. So that defense that we saw, you know, the first half of the season, giving up the low amount of points, making all these crucial stops, that Cowboys' defense that we saw the first half of the season, it's not here anymore, y'all. It's gone. Now, the Cowboys defense did come up clutch at the end of the game against Philadelphia because Philadelphia still could have scored a touchdown and won the game 41 to 40, but the Cowboys defense, you know, made sure that that didn't happen. Now, the game was tied at 34, and the Cowboys got the ball back but only settled for a field goal, and after actually getting the ball back again, which I believe was off of a turnover, the Cowboys again settled for a field goal, and that's when my critical analysis of the offense sputtering, that's when it comes out in full force. So it's tied at 34. 
you get the ball back, you settle for three points, okay. But then you get the ball back again, and this time you have the chance to seal the game by taking a 10-point lead, and the Cowboys do not do it. They do not do it. They settle for three, and they only have a six-point lead. And the Eagles have the ball back with plenty of time left. Eagles are driving down the field. The Cowboys could have very well choked the game away in yet another embarrassing fashion. Or to quote the venomous stare, it would have been atrocious, repulsive, repugnant, most of all, fraud, fraud, fraud. And don't worry, everybody. Venomous stare is doing okay. Much like me, his life has been very, very tough. He's going through difficult times as well. But I'm happy to report that actually he just recently got his teaching certificate. And if I'm correct, he's actually going to be te- he's actually going to be teaching uh, high school journalism pretty soon. So let's all gather around. Let's let's send a shout out to Wiley, aka the Venomous Stare. Again, he hasn't been on because of our schedule. Now I know that my other good friend, Mr. John Misak, hasn't been on in a long time because you know with his you know daily life and schedule as well. Y'all, life is extremely tough. But we, we, we do what we can to work through it. We try to stay positive to the best of our ability. Guys, I'm going to do my best to get, get on, on back soon. I'm still struggling because I still don't have a computer. And, you know, I've, I've gotten a job. And, you know, right now I don't know if I'll, I'll be able to keep it because it was seasonal. But, you know, but with, with all these bills always piling up, you know, more and more bullshit just has to hit me right in the face, right? And I'm sure <clears throat> all, the, <clears throat> all the drama and the bullshit that has hit Wiley right in the face... All the ones that have hit John Misak right in the face. I mean, bottom line is, we're always getting hit in the face with drama and unwanted bullshit. And one way or the other, we deal with it and we try to get past it. So, life is tough, y'all. And the pre and the love and support I've been getting, God bless everybody. But anyway, back to this. Now, I was at work. I was actually not watching this game. I was at, you know, the manager of where I work at Total Wine was actually keeping me updated. Um... So, uh, yeah, I, I told him, well, either way, he, he <laughs> I actually find it funny. He said, he basically said, like, you know, as long as it's not in front of a customer, you can, you can whatever. I'm like, I said, well, the problem is, you know, my service is bad out of here. And, it's, and, you know, service is bad where we work. And it's a damn freaking miracle that, you know, the, the manager of the store was actually able to get tremendous service, was able to keep in touch with the game. So I just had, I just had him, you know, keep me updated. So... So when the Eagles were driving down the field, you know, and then when the Cowboys forced that crucial fourth down stop, I mean, I saw him looking at his phone, you know, biting his nails. Man, oh man, oh man. And while I was doing that, I was actually taking some old boxes, you know, back to, in, into the back. So, you know, I, I figured, you know, by the time I come back and I finish with, with, with my uh, latest task, I'd, I'd, I'd imagine the game would be over by then. So I walk away, you know, do I, I do my, you know... Take care of my assignment, you know, I was in the closing duties, you know, you know, uh, gathering a lot, a lot of stuff from the store, you know, from trash and everything. So I go back, I'm finished, I'm done, and I go back, he's he's rejoicing, I'm like, oh, okay, then, okay, then we won, cool. So, <laughs> and I'll be honest, I was not really, uh, was I excited about the game? Yeah, I was, but I was not really like, I, my hopes were not up because I was like, we lost to the freaking Jaguars, okay? I mean, we, we, we blew a 27-10 to 10 lead to the Jacksonville Jaguars. I mean, you know, the, the fact of the matter is, the way this game started, when Dak Prescott threw yet another pick six, and the Eagles had a 10-0 lead, and I was like, well, here we go. 
on the verge of a, of a season collapse and an embarrassing loss at home to the Philadelphia Eagles. This game could be very much like the game we saw back in 2017 when the Eagles obliterated and embarrassed the Cowboys 37-9 in Arlington, Texas, but thankfully that didn't happen. Now, we got to give the Cowboys credit. The Cowboys came back from numerous situations, but again, you know, I, I, as much as, as I sound like a dickhead for saying, if Jalen Hurts had been playing, the situation would have been different, the outcome would have been different, and I really don't think the Cowboys would have won had Jalen Hurts been under center for the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, I understand I sound like an asshole saying that, but let's be honest, y'all. You guys know it's true. Our defense is, you know, struggled, you know, against the. I mean, it's a running game now. Miles Sanders, you know, twenty-one carries for sixty-five yards. That's an average of three yards. Not so bad for a struggling rushing defense that the Cowboys have. But, but you know, to be honest, the fact you know, we we got torched by Devontae Smith and AJ Brown. Both had over hundred yards receiving. Huh. Devontae Smith scored twice. I mean, Devontae Smith averaged 14 yards per catch, while A.J. Brown averaged 17. So, our defense still got their asses kicked. Let's be honest, okay? We're not going to deny that. So, you know, oh, Hassan, Red Hassan Reddick, you know, sacking Dak, Dak Prescott twice. I mean, Prescott, you know, several games in, the, in this season, the Cowboys, you know, have didn't allow a sack. But according to this, if I'm reading it correctly... About six and a half sacks total. So Prescott was sacked more than six times. <laughs> now I get it. It's the Eagles. It's an NFC East showdown, and I understand that Prescott's record with against the Eagles, I think, or against the NFC East, uh, is pretty high. But again, you know, for the last couple of years, you know, the NFC East has been uh, pretty terrible up until this particular season. So, but you know, right right now, you know. Of course, now ESPN 10 hours ago is saying Cowboys confident as contenders after beating the Eagles. Now, the Eagles are still two games ahead. And there's two games left to play. <coughs> Excuse me. So, you know, all these, you know, I know how the NFL always does these uh, weak overreactions, the, the overreactions from a certain week. Now, Cowboy fans, you know, where I work, you know, the ones that were still there because, you, know, you know, by the time you know, it was late, we saw some customers, but, you know, the fact of the matter is, the only way the Cowboys can win the NFC East now, the Cowboys would have to win their, the last two games, which would be against Tennessee and Washington, both on the road, and the Eagles would have to lose their next two games, which I really don't think was going to happen because, now, Jalen Hurts' injury, I don't know the severity of it. Now, I did speak to somebody that I work with who is a huge Eagles fan. Now, to be fair, he is from Philadelphia. He's a fan of all the Philadelphia teams. He's loyal to his home, to his home city. We cannot hold that against him, and he's a great guy, so, you know. But as far as, as I'm concerned, I mean, I don't think Jalen Hurts is, is going to miss the rest of the season, although that particular fan told me that if that's what it takes to basically play it safe with Jalen Hurts, then have him, you know, then rest him up for the rest of the season. And I said, okay, I mean, not like, I, I mean, if I'm I'm looking at the, uh, the Eagles' schedule, you know, the last two games, they got a game... At home against the New Orleans Saints, and their final and, and the, the season finale on the eighth of January is actually going to be at home against the New York Giants. So, and those two games are definitely winnable for the Eagles. But you know, any, anything can happen. But I really believe that even with Gardner Minshew, the Eagles can certainly beat both teams. 
Now, Bleacher Report said yesterday that Jalen Hurts is pushing to play against New Orleans. And NBC Sports actually said that the Eagles are not ruling him out for Sunday. So, And as of an hour ago, Nick Sirianni did give an update on Jalen Hurts. So, kind of looking at it right now, and as I'm pulling up, I'm you know I'm kind of doing what I'm doing with this game, you know, based on how I said I was going to do something different with the show, but you know, I've been on in a while. So, anyway, well, well, the Eagles did lose actually a player, uh, Lane Johnson, who got hurt. So, oh, and Abendry, and he's actually going to be out for the rest of the season and possibly the playoffs. So. Yeah, the Eagles did actually lose a couple of players, but uh, I think I know that our biggest concern is uh, Jalen Hurts moving forward. So okay, so now it says that, the, that there is no update, but said that he still has a chance to play on Sunday. So, but, you know, according to this, uh, Jalen Hurts has not practiced, but he's uh, he's ruled as a possibility. So, we just go ahead and leave it at that. But you know, the Cowboys got to worry about their own problems. I mean, the Cowboys already have a playoff spot clinched. I mean, either way, even if the Cowboys were were to somehow miraculously win the NFC East, I really doubt that it would it would put them at the number one seed. So, so right now, as far as the uh, as far as the uh, the, the seeding goes, I mean, I, I, you know, San Francisco eleven and four. I mean, San Francisco's won eight straight, so San Francisco and you know Minnesota's twelve and three. You know, Tampa Bay seven and eight, but still on top of the NFC NFC South. You know, many are basically uh, are basically insisting that there's going to be a rematch between Dallas and Tampa in, in the first round of the playoffs. So, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if that happened. I mean, quite frankly, I mean, the Cowboys would love nothing more than to uh, get a rematch against Tom Brady and possibly eliminate Tom Brady in the first round of the playoffs. But, you know, then again, Tom Brady has never lost to the Dallas Cowboys. So, if the Cowboys do have to play the the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, uh, well, don't get your hopes up, Cowboys Nation. Anyway, so going back with this game against Philadelphia, you know, with all the playoff situations, um, I mean, even though uh, the Cowboys were fortunate that Jalen uh, Jalen uh, Hurts was hurt was out, and I hope I, I hope I earlier I didn't say Ramsey. I might have accidentally said Ramsey, uh, but with Jalen Hurts, you know, out, you know, Prescott, you know, twenty seven for thirty five, three hundred forty seven yards, three touchdowns, and one pick, which was returned to the house, you know. The running game for Dallas wasn't wasn't so great, but you know, the Dak Prescott, you know, six six carries for forty one yards. That's an average of about seven yards. That was pretty good, and you know, ten catches for C. Lamb, one hundred and twenty yards and two touchdowns, and then that one particular touchdown when he spun and then ran into the end zone. But I think the main highlight of this game, because I I did a YouTube short video on this, was the debut for T.Y. Hilton in a Cowboys uniform when he made that 52-yard catch on a third and 30. Let me say that one more time, y'all. T.Y. Hilton made a 52-yard catch on a third and 30. Third and 30, third and 30, third and 30. <laughs> Unbelievable, isn't it? Ugh, but... Ugh. But seeing how this game was, you know, Eagles had a 20-17 lead at halftime, and at one point had another 10-point had, had lead in the third quarter before the Cowboys, you know, finally started doing their, their, their comeback. And then, you know, while Dallas, you know, tied it at 27, the Eagles once again drove down the field and took, the, took another lead... And that was basically the last time the Eagles had the lead when the Cowboys tied it. And then after that, it was all over. So the Cowboys, 
you gotta give him the credit. <coughs> Excuse me. Stayed in the game. You know, came from behind. But man, I mean, but at the end of the game, you know, just how the Cowboys had to waste those opportunities by going for by selling for three points rather than scoring the scoring just to put the game away. I mean, the Cowboys just really had to put themselves in that situation. So, and then they they got the they got the win, and that that crucial fourth and fifteen stop. I mean, that speaks for itself. So the Cowboys got the win. So that's to talk about the Philadelphia Eagles, but you know, spend a little bit of time talking about the game against Jacksonville, and I really, and you know, I could have talked about that last week, but when France lost that World Cup final, I mean, it, it, it's still devastating to me. You know, I'll, I'll probably won't get over until France wins another World Title. So. You know, with Prescott against the Jaguars, I mean, halftime the Cowboys were up twenty-one to seven. At one point, there was a twenty-seven to ten lead, and then you know, of course, in the third quarter, Jacksonville scored seventeen points. And then when the Cowboys scored another touchdown to seemingly keep the game alive, I mean, the Jaguars just after after Trevor Lawrence fumbled that that pass, and the Cowboys just could not put the game away when they had to when they had to sputter again on offense and pump the ball right back to the Jaguars and then the Jaguars tied the game to send it to overtime. I mean that that performance in Jacksonville was absolutely embarrassing. I mean again to quote the Venomous Stare, it was repulsive, it was repugnant, it was disgraceful, and most of all, it was nothing but fraud, fraud, fraud. The same thing could almost be said about the game against the Houston Texans, but the Cowboys came through when it mattered most. I mean, when the Cowboys, when Dak Prescott threw that interception that put the Texans right in the red zone and the Texans failed to take advantage of it and turned it over on downs, ugh, I mean, that was the final straw. That was the final chance for the Cowboys, and the Cowboys finally scored to make it 27-23. to I mean, you know... When it comes to the, you know, how's it called, the Governor's Cup, you know, the, or, or the Lone Star Showdown, the Lone Star Fight, Cowboys versus Texans, Dallas versus Houston, a traditional Texas-style fight, you know, anything could happen. And it was interesting that the Cowboys, one of the top teams in the NFL, was going against the worst team in the league, and the worst team in the league almost took the win. Almost took the win. So, <laughs> so right now, I mean, you know, the fact that the Cowboys were getting embarrassed by the Texans but pulled through at the very end. <laughs> wow. Wow, wow, wow. <sighs> I mean, Texans had a 20-17 to lead at halftime, so... Man. That was just a tough game. The last three weeks with the Cowboys have been a little bit rough. And the Cowboys play the Titans next week. Well, actually, I should actually say this week because today is Monday. So in a couple of days, they'll actually be playing the, the, the Tennessee Titans in Tennessee. So on Thursday at 7.15, and I'll actually be at work, so I'll miss the game. But then again, it's going to be on uh, Amazon Prime or whatever. So it's not like I'm going to be able to watch it anyway, which absolutely stinks. But, you know, I'll be at work, and work, work is important. But the Cowboys are favored, but I really don't think uh, I don't think I want to buy it because can the Cowboys really contain you know Derrick Henry? Can the Cowboys really keep Brian Tannehill intact? I mean, I hope so because the defense has been getting their ass kicked the last two weeks. The Cowboys defense, I mean, the Cowboys overall have been getting their asses kicked in the last two weeks, but they prevailed against Philadelphia because the Cowboys know they got to end the season on a positive note. Like, they got to beat Tennessee, and then they got to beat Washington. 
You know, especially because the NFC East, from what I understand, is still up for grabs. But then again, like I said, the only way for this to happen, if the Cowboy, the only way for the Cowboys to win the NFC East at this point would be for Philadelphia to lose the next two games and for Dallas to win the next and, and for Dallas to win the, the next two game the, the next two games but also you know as far as you know how many points are scored and points allowed as well I mean with both with both teams you know if Dallas were to win the next two games and finish 13 and 4 and if Philadelphia lost the you know, if Philadelphia lost their, their next two games and when uh, and when the 13 and 4 I mean who knows so so if Dallas were to win the next two games, but Philadelphia wins one game and loses the other, Philadelphia wins the, the wins the division. So right now for Dallas, honestly, the thing to, wor- the f- to worry on is to finish the season strong, so they can go in the playoffs with some motivation and you know go to the playoffs with uh, on a positive note. Even though who knows who they could be playing in the playoffs in the first round, so very likely it could be. Uh, it could be Tampa Bay, or it could be a rematch with San Francisco. I wouldn't be wouldn't even be surprised if it was against Minnesota. I mean, if Dallas even manages to make it past the first round, you know, I'm already predicting this. If Dallas miraculously makes it past the wild card and they go to the divisional playoffs, I honestly believe that we're going to see a rematch between Dallas and Minnesota. Okay, we saw what Dallas did to Minnesota earlier this season in Minnesota. Minnesota hasn't forgotten about it. Okay, now I would imagine this game that this with Minnesota having the, uh, I would I would imagine they're they're twelve and three right now. I would imagine that the game would take place in in Minneapolis. So uh, it would actually be surprised if, if the game took place in Arlington. But you know, even if if the, even if it's in Arlington, I mean that puts Dallas at the disadvantage because of the overwhelming pressure. But but right now, honestly, you know the Cowboys did clinch. They did clinch their playoff spot. Shortly after losing to Jacksonville, because um, I believe it was, it was because when um, I believe when New York, I think it was New York. Uh, it was that game between New York and Washington when um, when uh, New York beat Washington, beat the Commanders twenty to twelve. You know the Commander is on a two game losing streak now. You know uh, December <laughs> December fourth. You know that twenty to twenty tie, and then that rematch. You know fourteen days later when the Giants took the win and. Then Washington, then Washington just kind of got destroyed by uh, San Francisco. So, so now we'll go and wait and see if basically the NFC East is. It, it turns out to be if, if Philadelphia manages to clinch it right now, any time between now and, and uh, January eighth, and if Dallas beats Tennessee, I wouldn't be surprised if Dallas uh, arrested all their starters in the finale against Washington. That wouldn't surprise me. But I'm as far as that, that happening, I'm not sure if I see it because. Dallas really really wants to actually go with, with 12 wins, so so I'll have to wait and see how things go. But but right now, you know, you know with, with Dallas, you know, knowing that there's there's no more room for screw ups. I mean, the Dallas the Cowboys they got to get it together and continue to play great. So I mean, I, I really you know for once I'm I'm really hoping to see a decent playoff run this time. I mean, the Super Bowl is you know completely out of question, but you know, but really I I just want to see something. You know, the Cowboys do something good in the playoffs, and you know, hopefully at least. Make it pat make it past the first round and somehow miraculously make it to the NFC Championship, but I mean the chances of, of that happening. I mean we all know how we all know how I feel about that, and we all know the, the chances truly are from a realistic perspective. But well, the bottom line is, Cowboys t- got the job done against Philadelphia, a game they they definitely could have lost. Now the Cowboys got to get the job done against Tennessee. They basically got to finish out the season playing some top subline football to prepare for the playoffs. Because let me tell you this right now. If the Cowboys 
shit the bed in the, in the wild card game and they're eliminated, I immediately expect, and this time I'm for real, I expect McCarthy to be fired. I expect Kellen Moore to be fired. I expect the, I expect I expect some changes. Now, do I will I expect Dan Quinn to be fired? Probably not because you know now Dan Quinn, you know, give him a third year and if the defense falls apart, then we'll talk about that. But if something bad happens in the first round, well, if the defense got completely destroyed, I wouldn't be surprised if Quinn was fired then too. But if the Cowboys should have been in the first round, first thing to do, fire Mike McCarthy and fire Kellen Moore. But we'll get to that. We'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Cowboys have Tennessee this week. Cowboys need to beat the Titans and then set their sights for the, for the, for the season finale. Ladies and gentlemen, Cowboys Talk is available on all streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Thank you all very, very much for joining me today, and I will see you all next time.